Thump Day, 11th Thumbulary, to Zenith Matriarch, most blessed occupant of the green chair of Ouch, tender of the grey fire. Dearest Granny, I'm sure you are not expecting another letter from me so soon, but so much has happened, and who knows when I'll be able to write again. We have fought animated skeletons, evil necromancers, and most recently we've bested the most awful and corrupt set of law officials you could ever imagine to meet. Obviously, all under my natural leadership, as my poor fellows are not really cut out for this type of work. Out of the four, I think only one has any real potential, and I'm keeping an eye on him for promotion. But back to the main point of my letter. You'll be very excited to hear that we have found the true tomb of one of the Windjukes. Seriously, you couldn't make it up? After killing a whole legion of animated knights practically single-handedly, I stepped into a windy vortex and whoosh, up I went and landed in the tomb. Unfortunately, there was no treasure to mention, but there was a depiction of the death of Zosiel, killed by a demon, no less. This demon, he had one green eye and one grey eye. That gave me a start, I can tell you. What's going on there? My companions, poor fellows. They look terrified, but I've reassured them that this is merely coincidence. And I'm not scaly, whatever that means. Wishing you endless sunbeams to light your path. Cuthbert. Hi, this is Dan. I run Burple Herpish, the bard. Welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. It would be great if one of you could email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com to make sure the address is working. It really helps us if you rate, review and subscribe on your podcast app of choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or whatever. That's enough for me. Let's get on with episode 15, Deeper Underground. Hello? 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 Uh, is it possible to get a two second recap? Yeah, Dan's cast a spell called Calm Emotions on the two tieflings. You've lowered yourself about 15 feet into the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they were within range. They called up once you started moving again. Sort of, I think, your, your sense is that it's like you stopped and started and they're just mildly curious. One of them shouted out, Is everything all right? Um, Parker shouted down that everything was fine. You got about 15 feet down. Dan's cast a spell on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Wisdom Saves, DC 13. Uh, the first one, the northernmost one, rolls a 19. And the southernmost one, I shouldn't really tell you the answer results of these rolls, should I? Rolls a 12. Okay. I don't know how you know, uh, uh, Burple, how effective your spells are, but rolling in the open, you can take your own judgment as to whether or not you've got two saves, two fails, one of each, whatever. Obviously two fails. What do you want to do? So you cast the spell. I mean, that's, it's got, um, uh, remind me, has it got a verbal component? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay, but it's not, it's, it's I'll make a couple of rolls for these guys, just as a kind of bit of a formality, really. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, well, they don't seem to react as if they understand what you just did. Um, they don't seem, again, particularly alarmed. They just seem a bit kind of bemused as to why you've dropped down, stopped again. Now you're saying weird things. Um, they can't see you, bear in mind, yeah, because of the angle. They're just looking at the base of the platform. They just heard Parker's voice say everything's okay. That's all they know. 
Uh, can we lie flat on the platform? Well, it's 10 foot by 10 foot, so yes, you can. It's a bit of a squeeze, but it's, you know, you can get five people lying down. You've got two hobbits. Not quite sure why we would want to do that. I think we either now have to make the choice. We either parley with them for a bit, or we burst out and try and surprise attack. I doubt parleying's going to work. But in that case, it's burst out and attack. Well, I mean, you could See if do. we can fell them in one go. Um, talking of which, as we come down, mm-hmm. there's a corridor to the north and a corridor to the uh, corridor west one... as well. Yes, you can't see much of those because your angle is not such that you can see down them. Oh, okay. Uh, that, well, well, that was. If somebody's was peering out and looking down at these people, I mean, Dan had to peer out to look at these people. Dan, give me a perception check when you peer over the edge. You're up in the darkness and the shadows at the top, so even if you were to, you know, poke your head over the edge, it's unlikely, even with dark vision, that they'd be able to make out much. 23. 23. A natural You notice something about them. They are, uh, they're wearing robes, they're, um, but their forearms are exposed, sort of coming out of these robes. The forearms are a web of tattoos, uh, and those tattoos... Uh, with your 23, you recognise. It's like a sort of... A, the same a, as the arm that we found with the bugbear. Eh? Uh, no, the... No, 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 not that, no. Five-pointed no, that was No, no, it's... No, they are a, a series of blended images that run into each other of weapons, specifically uh, glaives, shields, and kind of crazed open mouths like the bared teeth of a kind of of an angry orc yeah so like sort of snarling mouths and all of these different things are all kind of writhed into each other and you recognize them they are the sort of signature imagery of ban shivu the uh, queen marshal of the howling horde who is one of the three gods that you learnt from filge and from hesty testapod is one of the three gods that the ebon triad is made up of the bad guys bad guys yeah yes and and you suspect that, yeah, a cultist of some sort, yeah. But mm. well, we've got three passageways. Each group's got a different Possibly. bit of the mine. Yep. It'd be quite good what to take do? one alive and question them. Well, nothing's happening while you're dangling. Well, well, could, are we carrying on? The problem on is, there's that no, going... we're carrying on. We'll carry on descending. Okay, so you start the, the clicking again, work your way down. I don't think we stopped, did we? I think we can. We can do spells while the thing is still descending. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so this it's part of a continuous process. When you get low enough, you cast a spell on them. You can't. You're not uh-huh. certain of the level of success. You identify that they're cultists down. of Banshee. You keep going down. We get to a point where you get into enough light that they can see you, mm-hmm. and one of them, the northernmost one, seems unmoved by your appearance. Yeah, the southernmost one looks at you and goes, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" Um, and looks a bit alarmed. Wave. <laughs> um, wave as if we're just about to talk. We're friends of Banshee. He goes, quick, quick. He shouts at his mate. He goes, quick, sound the alarm. And the other one oh, sort it. of goes, right. the other one goes, well, really? I mean, what's the problem? I don't think it's anything to get to be worried about. Hmm. Your spell worked on one of them. Let's have initiative. Oh. Um, Cuthbert will act like he knows. The one who was calm, Cuthbert will act. Like he knows it. What? So he'll say, right, mate? Reaction. He'll say, hi, oh, mate. How are you doing? Right, mate. How are you doing? 16. He peers up into the dimness and looks a little bit bemused. Doesn't look alarmed. Doesn't look suspicious, but doesn't look like he recognises you. He's trying to work out who it is that's shouting down that he should know. Who's that? Uh, so, starting with Burple, what's your initiative? Eight. Eight for Burple. Uh, 16. 16 for Sessions. Six. Six for Grimbold. Parker. A uh, 17. And then finally Cuthbert. Got a 22. 22 for Cuthbert. Speedy Cuthbert. OK. 
Okay. What do you want to do, uh, Cuthbert, on 22? Have we reached the bottom and the doors have opened? I'm saying you haven't reached the bottom. No, I'm, I think you're, you're, you go down about 10 foot uh, around. I know that there has no, not been a specific round count. I'm saying you're, let's say you're around above the floor. So you're about 10, 15 feet up. So we're going to attack these people. It'd be good if we could take one of them down without appearing to attack, though. Well, I mean, obviously we'd need darts and... Well, it's decision time. Firebolts. Yeah, no, there's attack. The northernmost one seems unalarmed. The southernmost one seems uh, like he's challenging you. And seems but to it, think that it's worth raising the alarm. But your spell, Dan, says the indifference ends if the target is attacked. So as long as we or don't if attack... Any of, or if any of his allies... Or it witnesses any of spends being... Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Well, none of that has happened. You clearly okay. don't match the profile of the people they would expect or are accustomed to see yeah, appearing. But on they're the still confused because one of the guy is going, this is a, You're you know, up a an bit. alarm situation, and the other guy yeah. is going, ah. Yeah, exactly. So we should and they haven't acted, and they're also paralysed by the fact that the rules mean that they can't act yet. Yes. <laughs> so they're just standing there waiting for somebody to, to, to right. you know, for the, well, the initiative clock to click down so towards. So ready, them. wait, ready, basically. Hey, you, can't, you can't ready in action. Not ready in action. Not. Oh, ready you're sorry. You can. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You can ready in action. You can't delay. Yeah. Yes, Cuthbert is getting both of his swords ready to move straight out and attack the shouty one as soon as the doors so open. So drawing your weapons and readying an action yeah. to attack anybody that comes within range, as it were. Yes, and as soon okay. as the doors open... Yeah. Uh, Parker, what does Parker want to do? Parker will cast his shillelagh. Yeah, that's a bonus action, correct? No, it's a... It's a oh, sorry. No, it's a bonus action. Yeah, shillelagh cantrip. A cantrip is a bonus action? Yeah, pretty certain. Is. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you're right. One bonus action. I didn't realise that. I always thought it was a... Um, One of the wonderful things uh, about it. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, you can um, cast it whenever you like, because it's a cantrip, and you can cast it for free, because it's a bonus action. And, and Well, I will also cast Produce Flame. Okay, well, that's going to be a signifier that something's going on. Well, they they can't see us, can they? Because I thought... The well, they could know. You're about... Like I said, you're 15 foot up, so the angle is such that they can't really see you. No, they can sort of see that there's a something up there. They can see that you... They, clearly, they can see enough of you to realise that... Well, Burple, for example, has looked over the side in order to cast his spell. So they've seen some of Burple. They've clearly seen enough of you to understand that you're not what they're expecting. Right. Yeah. Um, sessions? Um, uh, sessions going to move himself into position where he can peer over the side. Identify the one that seems more agitated. Yes, the one to the south. Uh, then I will cast uh, Locked in Your Fate or Hold Person on him. Oh, so okay. What's the DC of the same throw? 13. DC 13. Wisdom save. Wisdom save. Yep. Okay. Uh, he... Okay, I don't know what... Uh, does he... He doesn't stop moving, put it that way. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He, he seems to be... He's, and then I'll yeah. duck back. That's rather annoying. Okay. Uh, I'm saying that Grimbold is the one that was operating the winch. Yes. He can stop it. He can put the brake on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and it's them. Well, now, the northernmost one is still looking nonplussed. He's shielding his eyes to try and sort of make out what's going on and sort of sort of say, I don't really understand what the problem is. The other one's just like, you just, what the fuck's the matter with you? And he, the other one, the southernmost one, runs out of view. Yeah. Okay. That's worth a try. And you hear a sort of thumping at a distance. You, you're not quite sure how far he's moved. It doesn't sound like how he's far more off the ground than, are we? 
you're about 15 feet off the ground. You're, you're one round's worth of descent off the ground. Okay. So the base of it is sort of 10 foot-ish off the thing. I'm, we're, we're, we're slightly hand-waving it, but it, he sprints off and then you can hear the sound of thundering. It looks like somebody's basically thumping on a door or something. Uh, and it is now purple. Purple? You've got clear sight of the northern one, most one. You can't see the southernmost one. It's, it's disappeared out of view. Uh, do we see which direction he went in? Yeah, he ran off to the uh, he ran off to the west. Uh, ran off to the east. I'm sorry, up the broad passageway, up the passageway that he's been standing in the entrance of. Well, I can't see the one that I need to affect. So uh, mm, yeah, it's not ideal. Calm emotions. Is that a concentration? Yes, it is. So I can't do another concentration spell. How far away is he? Um, you're not sure because you've lost sight of him. You can speculate from the proximity of the thumping sound. Okay, well, I'll do dissonant whispers on him. So you don't need to be able to see him, he just needs to be within range, yeah? He just needs to be able to hear me. Okay, and what's the uh, DC of the saving throw? DC 13 wisdom save. Okay, he fails that save. What happens to him? He takes With a four. damage. Okay, tell me about the damage. What's the damage, John? 15 points de damage. 15 points de damage, okay. Uh, he... He doesn't like that very much. Okay, 15 points of damage. Uh, the horrible sound, the horrible sound. Help me, help me. <laughs> That's that effect. He's kind of kind of like Elvish from uh, Lord of the Rings. All that kind of business. Um, and it's Grimbald. Now, Grimbald, what do you want to do? Do you want to lower the lift or do you want to do something else? I lower the lift. Okay, so you can drop yourself down, clunk to the ground. You're now surrounded by a, a wooden fence, as it were, a wooden wall. You can see out to the north, mm. but you can no longer see these people. So there's a sort of palisade thing around the... There's a, it's a it's a it's a wall. It's like a it's like a wooden fence, but not with whole. It's not like a picket fence. It's like a wooden structure. Except for the north bit. Except except to the north, and right. it's cuffed around. So we have to basically come out to the north of this lift, and then go round, effectively, then round to the right to where the uh, corridor goes off to the east. Yes, you would have to do that to 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 head off to the east and chase after these guys. You'd have to exit the lift area to the north and then turn round. Yeah, run round. All of you can see up to the north, so you can see this little passageway heading off yeah. up to the north. And when you look, looking up that passageway, there's a uh, what look a door that looks like it's made out of ivory or bone. It's a sort of white substance. It looks uh, imposing. It looks um, closed. <laughs> it is closed. It looks imposing. And in a silver filigree on the door, there is the symbol of a sickle and a skull. And you know that that is the symbol of Asmodee, the Prince of Liches, an all-round bad person. Nice. Uh, do we think these cults work together or against each other? They're, they're triumvirate. I thought they are trying to create a unified... Um, they're trying to meld back. three evil gods into one, and that's what the pool is for, I would assume. That's speculation. That's probably a bit of a shaky alliance. Of course it's speculation. Something. I've speculated through... The interesting <laughs> thing about this dungeon is that I've been guessing all the way along and I'm ne nearly always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been reading ahead and I'm pretty much always wrong as well. So, you know. So just as a quick question, this guy yes. who got to the door, we can assume that he has raised the alarm because he's stumped on the door. Yeah. Or, or rather, if your... there's anybody on the other side of the door, then they now know that they have to go and do something. Yeah, that's... that's the a, the a reason, reason I'm assumption. asking is because I was wondering whether there is value in trying to take this guy down before he did that as you've said that we heard thumping that seems yeah. to be yeah. 
Yeah, you, 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 that's well. that's a reasonable assumption. Yeah. So we might as well take the other guy out. Yeah, they both need to go down. Yeah, yeah. as quickly as possible, I would guess. All right. Yeah. Then that means that Cuthbert will move round the corner. Yes. Yeah, so he piles right, round and then piles round in front of this guy. Yeah, in front of the first cultist, the yeah. calm cultist. Yeah, the calm cultist, and he'll yeah. whop. And he'll smack the calm cultist. cultist. Okay, yep. And so he gets, he gets two, two yep. attacks. Yep. The first one with the rapier. Eleven. An eleven. Okay. An eleven is a miss. Second attack. Thirteen. Is a hit. And that does four points of oh, damage. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The first one was a hit as well on the eleven. Oh, lovely. Well, I can sorry. Check on that. So four points from the second one. And eight um, points you, from the first. Uh, eight points, so 12 points of damage. Yep, okay. Thank you very much. Well, not thank you very much. Uh, fuck you very much. Don't do that to my people. And Parker. Uh, oh, and uh, Cuthbert, you can see down yeah. the passageway. You can, so this guy is hammering on this door. And just as you're just at about the point where you come come round, he's sort of, he starts shouting. So, <laughs> alarm! Alarm! Intruders! Intruders! And what you can see of the doors yeah. is that the door to the east, there are two banners, yes? Yeah. Rust-colored banners flank the door, and each of them is marked with the symbol of a shield pierced by a glaive. So the kind of wood of the shield is splintered figuratively, and, the, and a glaive is kind of plunged through it. And that, you know, uh, even you don't have to make a, a religion check or anything, that, you know, is the symbol of Banshivu. Queen Marshal of the Howling Horde. Okay. Back to Parker. Round the corner to the right and So Parker is moving round the corner from of the lift and round to the other cultist, yes. Uh, well to this cultist yep. who is standing there and who has also been attacked by Cuthbert. Yeah. So the first one is ten. A ten is a miss. Okay. And, and the the other one is to lob the produce flame. You have to do that at disadvantage because you're in base to base contact with a bad guy. You missed anyway, well, doesn't matter. Anyway. And it's sessions. Okay. Uh, well, I will sneak out uh, of this space. When I can see the bad guy that Parker and uh, Cuthbert are meleeing, I'm going to toss my coin and toll the dying on him, and then I'm going to duck around the corner. Okay. So um, wisdom yes. say Graham. Yes. Are you going to toll the dying on the guy at the door? No, I was going to do the guy next to you guys. Why don't you do the guy at the door? Because he's also taken damage, and a successful toll the dying might possibly even take him over the limit. Oh, okay. Well, I'll toll the dying on the one by the door then. Okay, so you run around the corner of the lift, get a sight down the passageway, cast toll the dying, and then burn the rest of your movement to tuck around the corner. Yeah. Is that fair enough? Um, what's the DC of the toll the dying? Is it not dark down that end? No, there's, there's torchlight. It is 13. 13, okay. Uh, and it's also wisdom. Uh, he fails that saving throw. Uh, how much damage do you do? I do 12 points Whoa. of damage. 12 points of damage on the cultist at the door. He looks very unwell. He looks quite close to death as a result of your spell. Uh, but it's his round. Yeah. Um, what yeah, just ever so nearly. He draws a mace from his belt uh, and he moves up to what's his move? I don't think he can get to I don't think he can get to Cuthbert. So he runs up a bit and sort of stands there looking cross. And the doors behind him burst open uh, and you can see beyond him a little. Oh no, we're doomed. Into a chamber, and that chamber seems to open out directly behind him into a corridor leading away. It looks like you're looking into a chamber where there are sort of rusted, there's a rusted suit of armor standing directly opposite you as you look through these now open doors. 
But the reason that the uh, door has opened is because skeletons have piled out. Ooh. Seems like a job for you, Graham. Cleric. It would, wouldn't it? I'm not sure I know what to do with skeletons. Well, now's no, the time no, to No, no, I can. Out. I can channel divinity to turn undead. Two skeletons burst out into the corridor and you can hear the sound of rattly bones like there are more skeletons behind them and you can see like one or two behind them as well. They're carrying short swords. They have short bows over their shoulders and they look uh, bony. There you go. That's the full... I mean, I don't think you could ask for a more evocative description than that. And we move on to Burple. Okay, so Burple... 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 Will to disappear. Will do this Stop it, because I'll keep doing it. We'll do dissonant whispers on the guy at the back. Is this guy? The guy. So you're targeting the the cultist that went and banged on the doors and is coming back with dissonant whispers. DC 13 wisdom save. That's correct. He rolls a six and fails, and that is going to be the end of him, I'm pretty certain. Takes an enormous six points of damage. Uh, Yeah, he is destroyed by your uh, evil sounds. No! And collapses. Um, And we move on to Grimbold, who's now free to act in whichever way he should so choose. Hurrah! Right, so I'm going to move out of the lift mm-hmm. in an orderly direction. Then I'm going east and then south all the way. So I am standing just diagonally southwest of the, the oh the passage opening. Yep. And then I'm yep. going to do a firebolt at the woman that's standing. At the remaining cultist. Yeah. Um, so it's a ranged spell attack. Does that mean I get my dexterity modifier? I think you know. You add your uh, in, your proficiency bonus and your spell casting modifier. Graham, do you know the answer to that question? It should be on his current sheet. Yeah, it should be on the current sheet. Well, I've got a spell attack, but I don't know if That'll it's a range. I was just wondering whether a ranged one also includes my no. dexterity. No, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's, it's just a single attack roll for spells. Oh, okay, right. Less than that, 5. 18. 18. That's a hit. How much damage? Fire damage. Yep. Three points of fire damage. Okay. So all for that. Mildly like. singed. Absolutely. Yeah, mildly singed. Uh, okay. that's wasn't that impressive. Uh, Cuthbert. Cuthbert will move around this other creature to flank him against Parker. Mm-hmm. We're not playing flanking rules, are we? We're not playing flanking rules, but can somebody help me with sneak attack damage? Is that what it's called? Yes. So, beginning at first level, you know how to strike subtly and exploit a foe's distraction. Yep. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack. If you have advantage on the attack, then you gain advantage by flanking. There you go. Okay. So, you're going to add another d whatever it is to this attack. And I'm flanking, so I roll at advantage. So, Paul has turned into a thief then. <laughs> first roll. What'd you get? Rapier is 21, so that does 9 points of damage. And 9 points of damage, it doesn't look very well as a Hold result on. of that. That's yep. uh, plus the sneak. 6 plus the sneak. Oh shit, yeah. Which is another 6. 6 points, points of damage. damage, he looks very, very unwell. And the Death door-ish. second attack, it's a 13 and a 25. And the so 25, 25 uh, yeah. Potential it's a critical. critical. Oh, hold on a minute, but then you need to give me a ruling on that. Yeah. When you're flanking, are all attacks an advantage or just the one that is the sneak attack? Uh, we'd need to look at the rule, which I can do. Uh, there we go. 
Okay. Once per turn. No, once per turn. Yes. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. You don't need advantage on the attack within five feet of it. Okay, we've got this horribly wrong, Lucas. It doesn't really matter because your low dice roll on your first attack was an 11, which was in any case a hit. Yes. Beginning nice. at first level, you know how to strike subtly and exploit a foe's distraction. Once yes. per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature you can hit with an attack if you have advantage on the attack roll. Mm -hmm. right? You gain advantage by sneaking up on them, whatever. The attack must use a finesse or a ranged weapon, which yes. you can do because it's uh, a rapier. Yes. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. That enemy isn't incapacitated, and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. All mm -hmm. of those conditions you met. So you, did, you aren't actually running at advantage by dint of flanking. Yes, but you don't need advantage to get your extra damage. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So no. you're not you're not rolling at advantage is the point. Uh, right. In which so case, the probably, thirteen counts on the second roll. Yeah, which is thirteen. Other Fine, and it's just critical. standard damage. Yeah, and it's just standard damage of four points. Of four points of damage is enough to kill it. Very nicely done. Hurrah. Good round, if a bit confusing. So just yes. to absolutely clarify that, you get the sneak attack damage when you uh, have another opponent within five feet, yeah. but you're not attacking at advantage. If you can engineer advantage on an attack roll, irrespective of the positions of other allies, you yeah. also get the sneak attack damage once per turn. Yes. Uh, Parker, what does Parker want to do? Right, so that creature is dead. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on. So what Cuthbert will do is Cuthbert will move to take cover at the end of the corridor and part mm -hmm. also take a step back so that we mm -hmm. both take cover. Understood. Uh, sessions? Unless Parker wants to do anything else? No. Okay, Sessions? Well, I think Sessions will pop out to the end of the corridor, see a skeleton, yeah. toll the dying on it, and then pop back to where he was. Um, so uh, what's the DC 13 so to save say, Yep. The nearest skeleton running down? Yeah, the nearest one, yep. He rolls a 19. Does that mean he saves no damage? No damage. And is that the end of your round? Yep. Okay, so it's them. Right. First thing that happens is skeletons pile up to attack you. So they can't make it in their rounds. They approach, but they don't come right up into contact with you. And more skeletons are appearing behind them in the chamber. It looks like you've got six or seven skeletons. Two in the chamber behind and five running up the corridor towards you, rattling away and being a skeletal. Uh, from the south, a figure emerges. It's another oh. cultist, just like the uh, the tieflings that you were uh, fighting before. And this cultist, you see him run into view and run away down this corridor. And as he's running down, he goes, Release the beast! Release the beast! <laughs> and starts and he's pegging off down this corridor away from you and you can sort of hear uh, people picking up a cry from deeper within this <laughs> area or whatever it is you can feel maybe you can hear like a clanging kind of bell and the sounds of, uh, of, of full marshalling themselves well this went very well yeah <laughs> this has been a disaster <laughs> If only you disguised yourselves as skeletons. I don't know, maybe uh, we should get back in the lift and start winching now. Sorry. Frantically, frantically turning the thing. So that's the point where you realise that you hadn't really worked out exactly how the lift goes back up again. So, no, 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 turn it. No, 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 disconnect that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no the other way, the other way, the other way. <laughs> skeletons kind of like chattering little teeth. Da, 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 clambering onto. <laughs> anyway, it's still, it's Burple's round. Burple's nearest the lift. Burple's round. Okay. Burple's right next to the lift. Mm. Absolutely Burple. brilliant opportunity to fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get on the lift and pull it up. Is that what I mean? 
<laughs> Suckers. Um, yeah. Throw me your magic. Throw me your magic. No, I'm going to try a Easy done. spell. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. I'm just rubbish in combat. So I'm going to do a heroism spell. That's what I'm going to do. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to do enhance ability. Yes. It looks like... Yeah, this looks like... Yes, I can touch a creature. So where's Cuthbert? I'm going to go round. No, Parker. Why? Well, first of all, if you move one square to the east, then that means that all the skeletons, when they come out, because of the lift, we basically have them boxed in. Yeah. Boxed well, I'm still going to do it on Cuthbert, because it's a, it's basically extra hit points. It's Go 2d6, on. temporary hit points. Right. It's as good as I've got. Or I can do bull strength. Advantage on strength checks, but that doesn't do any extra damage. So I'm just going to go up, touch Cuthbert, and do uh, and and go. do 3d6 points of damage. No, I'm going to <laughs> go up one, two, three, do the spell for five. Gotcha. Uh, and happy form now, the boss. Parker. Yeah, so you formed a kind of picket of, of characters. Yeah. Around yeah. the end of the corridor, with the lift as the as the third wall, right. as it were. Okay, got it. I mean, should, I mean I, maybe can... I should do it on myself because I need the hit points. Maybe well, you should do it. On not your too own late. Yeah. Not too late. I'll do it on myself instead. Okay, you're doing it on yourself. So basically, you're just moving around there and casting the spell on yourself. Yeah. And finally, we've got Grimbold, who's now going to break free from the uh, defensive from wall. the tactical. Well, I'm moving five foot. Seven hip. Yes, so you're stepping out so that you can see so down the corridor. I can see the whole corridor, and then I'm mm -hmm. going to do a chromatic orb fire at the skeleton 15 feet in front of me. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So I'm rolling a d20 5 to this. Okay. 15. 15 is a hit. Okay. It's got like scraps of armor on it, bits of breastplate kind of rotted away, bits of leather strapping, bits of chainmail dangling. It looks a little bit more heavily armoured than these cultists, but 15 is good enough. Well, it's a crap roll. Seven points of fire damage. Seven points of damage on that skeleton. Magical fire damage. Don't know if it does extra damage. <laughs> um, I don't think they're particularly vulnerable to fire damage. No, not that you know of. But you've you've hurt it. You've definitely uh, you've definitely hurt it. It's it doesn't seem to be unusually resistant to that form of damage either. Yeah. All right. So I'm moving back. I'm basically. Oh, going basically you're running away. Side. No, I running around, running around. You've released. Yeah, yeah. Hang okay. on, hang um, on, hang on. I'm positioning myself in a defensive position. Strategic position on the other side of the yeah, lift. But you, you've broken the, the shield wall. Nobody's claimed anything about a shield wall. Scipio would turn in his grave. <laughs> Grimbold, when you run around the other side of the lift, you can see off to the west. You can see the other corridor. There is a similar door to the door to the north. These double doors, by the way, were made out of this white, bone-like, ivory-like material as well. And this door off to the west is a plain white door, again, made of bone or ivory or something. There are no markings on it at all, but can you give me a perception check? Take one off this dice roll. Oh yeah, of course. Oh! A natural 20. Mm, yes. So, a 19. Uh, that's a very good roll, and you noticed something, uh, or you perceive a couple of things. The first thing that you perceive is that there is the slightest suggestion of a sort of haze-like wood smoke just suspended in the air in front of this door. Doesn't seem to extend up to you or even up to the end of the corridor, just around the door. And you can smell that kind of very uh, evocative... Incense. Autumnal bonfire smell. No, like uh, like in Spockhockter when the bonfires get lit. 
that autumnal smell, that bonfire smell. You can smell a touch of that on the air as well. Right. That's what you... So nothing's uh, on fire. Yeah. That's bockety hockety. <laughs> Shall we open up another door or retreat? Why don't we just open up another door? Yeah, if we can get towards the skeletons charging us in all directions, that will definitely help. Yeah, why don't we jump into the water? Well, you know, we could get behind the door. There might not be anything there. We could ascend the stairs. Ascending the stairs, doesn't it, it used to give you a bonus? Well, we could retreat ground. to the south. Do you get, would you get an advantage, maybe? Can't remember. But they'd only get one skelly at a time. When you say you would only get one skelly at a time, the skellies have to still climb the stairs to get to us. I suppose they've got bows. That's true. Quite a lot of skellies coming. Mm. So does that smoke look like it's coming out from the door? or like It's sort of just hanging in the air in front of it. It doesn't seem to be... I see what you're saying. You can't see smoke emitting, as it were, or kind of feeding through gaps around the door or anything like that. So it's like a trap, perhaps. Uh, make a religion check. Okay, religion is minus one. So we roll. Two. No, okay. No, that's, that's all you can really sure. surmise. Sure. Right, let's pick things up with Cuthbert. Hmm. Well, I guess we just wait for these things. Well, question is, do we go around the corner? Okay, Cuthbert will go around the corner and we'll attack. Okay, so first attack is eleven, And 11 is a miss. This is the Cuthbert we know and love. 20. 20. A natural 20 or no, just 20 a... in total. Okay, so that's a hit. So you do your short sword damage. It's nine points of damage. Oof. And that, it, it shatters in a, in a kind of cloud of bones and fragments of armor and its weapon clangs to the ground nicely done you've got a couple of squares of movement left yes step up one square and parker what does parker want to do move around there so parker moves up into the corridor yeah parker moves up into the corridor next to cuthbert yeah and then shillelagh which is a critical hit it's a 20 okay natural 20 yeah so how does this work with the critical? Well, it's up to you. You can either take the critical damage, or you can gamble. Careful, Tony. Gamble. Uh, I, think we'll ga- I think we'll gamble. Do you want to gamble, Tony? I think I uh, do. Our, comp- our champion from uh, Bounsley this week, Tony. I think I want to gamble. That 20 is safe, Tony. That 20 is safe. <laughs> you could uh, take the critical damage, which means that you would roll double the normal dice damage with your shillelagh and add the modifier. Or you can take the risk of forfeiting that extra damage and take a critical card. But to get that critical card, you need to roll a natural hit. No, I'll take the damage. You'll just take the standard critical damage. Okay, go for it. Fairly wise technical choice, I think. 10. 10 points of damage on that second skeleton. Okay, Uh, it's uh, rocked back on its heels by that, but it's still alive. Jolly good, there you go, done. Very nice, lovely, well done. Yes, nice, quick, efficient. I say, Parker, what a lovely round. Uh, Sessions will move up behind... Uh, behind... Uh, behind... Uh, move up behind... Uh, uh, who's this... Uh, uh, Parker. And then I think he will ready his action. I'm readying Channel Divinity Turn Undead, and I'm just... I'm readying it to the point where they bunch up a bit more. Okay, I gotcha. So you're you're gonna hang I can... behind Parker and Cuthbert as a defensive wall, yeah. waiting for the skeletons to gather, I understand. So I'm hoping that I can get at least the four that I can immediately see, and possibly the two behind them will all be within 30 foot at a point in time in the next sort of six seconds, in which case I will unleash the, um, the power of misfortune and see what happens. And we move on 
to the bad guys. So the first skeleton, the skeleton that's up, up against Parker, it attacks Parker with its short sword. It rolls a 19, hitting armor class 23. Uh, and it does, this is a creature that does static damage. No need for me to roll. You take five points of piercing damage. The other one steps up to Cuthbert, uh, and it will try and hit Cuthbert, and it rolls a 20, a natural 20. Now, <laughs> does the skeleton take a card from the, try and go for a card from the uh, monster deck? Why does this have to happen when I'm running Cuthbert? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's not my... Uh... Story of my life. What, the bad things happen when you're running Cuthbert? Yeah. You think you're doing somebody a favor. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just uh, get scared. Especially when we describe it, you know, what did Cuthbert do? He ran to the front, stood there, shouted, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he's <laughs> That's true. in my favour, really. <laughs> okay, so the critical hit for James. So he's going to he's got to make a roll to hit first. If he misses, he doesn't get to roll, but he's going to gamble. He's going to gamble. Going to gamble. Arthur the skeleton. <laughs> From Wigan. Going for head pulped over a wide area. <laughs> so, Arthur, you've come all the way from Wigan. Family in the audience. Yes, Brian. <laughs> you've got an unusually high-pitched, improvised voice there, Arthur. <laughs> oh, it's the nerves. <laughs> I've staked everything on this. Oh, the difference it would make to my family. Right, he's going to roll to try and hit Cuthbert. Uh, I don't remember to this. Rolls a 10, hits armor class 14. Is a miss. Oh, Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Arthur. <laughs> oh, oh, well, all my hopes and dreams. And we'll move on from him to the next skeleton. These skeletons pile up just as uh, Sessions, Sessions is hoping. Because they're dumb mooks, they all just pile up in a big stack. And at that point, I will yep. I present my holy symbol. I shout the, uh, the prayer of repelling undead, and they all make wisdom... DC 13 saving throws or run away. All of them have to make wisdom DC to 13 saving yep. throws. Okay. R running across one, two, three, four, five, six, top top row, then bottom top row. Middle bottom. Right. So the first, uh, what's their wisdom save? Their wisdom save is going to be lousy. Their wisdom save is, in fact, lousy. Okay. So first one rolls, uh, fails. Second one fails. Third one rolls an 11 and fails. Fourth one fails. Fifth one rolls a 14 and saves. Sixth one rolls a natural one. So, one of them has saved sessions, the rest of them have failed. What do they do? Right, they, um... Run away! Weren't expecting that. Wasn't yeah. expecting that much success. Uh, if the creature fails its saving throw, it's turned for one minute or until it takes damage. It must spend its turns uh, trying to move away as fast as it can. Not as a reaction, though. It can also take reactions. Uh, but I guess that's... it also can't take reactions, sorry. Okay. For its actions, it can use only the dash action to try and escape. Yeah, so when their turn comes round again, they run away, apart from the one that succeeded. At which point you'll know which one that was. And um, we move on to Burple. A Burple, I assume you can understand what Sessions has just done. I don't know. Well, I'm very wise and very smart. I might advise that, you know, they're going to run away! Kill the um, ones that don't. Um, can't get the one at the back. Unless I fire at him. I could take the lift up, probably not fast enough. You, I think it's probably a stretch to say that to, for you to know which ones seem to have been affected by Sessions. No, I was talking about the Acolyte guy. Oh, the guy? Oh, him. Okay, yeah. Mm, thinking about him. Uh, but I can't get to him unless I took out a bow and tried to fire through six people, five people. Yeah, yeah. It's not looking That's likely. That's a tough, 
That's a tough shot. That's cover. But it's, it's disadvantage, isn't it? It's not I think cover. there's no there's cover. There's cover, isn't it? Well, I may as well. I've got nothing else I can do. Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you how cover works. I don't think that we've actually come across cover before. That's because I think you made it up. No, no, no. <laughs> Walls, trees, creatures, and other obstacles can provide cover during combat, making a target more difficult to harm. A target can benefit from cover only when blah 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 blah. There are degrees of cover. Target with half cover is a plus two bonus to armor class. That's what you get if uh, an obstacle blocks at least half of its body. The obstacle might be a low wall, a large piece of furniture, a narrow tree trunk, creature. Three quarters cover uh, is not relevant so it's got half cover so it's got it's too more difficult to hit should you wish to ha have that shot well i will okay and what's the range of your uh, weapon i don't know i can't even find the weapon on my character sheet let alone well, if you can't find the weapon <laughs> on your character sheet then purple <laughs> is frantically fumbling around in his stuff thinking i must have something i must have i'm sure i had a bow i'm sure i had some kind of <laughs> range weapon yeah. it looks like i don't Okay. <laughs> I've got to. I like the idea that he kind of scopes down. He's like, no, that's it. I've got it. I've got it. Difficult got it. shot. Got it. I've got it. Adjusting for adjusting for the wind. Adjusting for cover. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> I found the weapon. It's not okay. very good. Well, what is it? It's a hand crossbow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what a hand crossbow does. Oh, it's not going to have that much range. I don't think it's going to have. All right. Instead, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to guess at the one that failed. It's one of the back. No, two, no, 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 so... no, no. Don't, don't. No. Wait till they move. Ready and shoot yeah. the one that doesn't run away. Well, I could. It's fifty-fifty. It's one of the back two. Tommy tactics no. there. It's not one of the back two. It's the middle one in the bottom row. Oh God, it's just that's yeah. an awful round. Okay, I will move to there, ready to shoot the one that doesn't run away. Okay, got it. Slow, inefficient. Marvin metagame himself, Grimbold. I'm moving round the south side of the lift. Yes. To the entrance to the eastern passageway. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have a enough distance to get the tiefling guard with a chromatic orb, Oof, mighty foot okay. range. Yeah, now does cover does cover come into play with uh Yeah. Yeah. You reckon? Mm-hmm. Minus two. Well no, sorry, right. I'll add two to its armor class, don't worry. Shall I do it as the second level spell? I don't know. Mm. That's the kind of decision you have to make for yourself. Yeah, no, Okay. Okay, so it's plus five on this roll. And you roll a nine. So what's that for a total of fourteen. Fourteen is a hit. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Dan's very disappointed. I was really hoping that round with engine failure. I was failure. just gonna, yeah, I was yeah. just gonna. I'm you're just getting ready to do some really yeah, decent crowing. Yeah, you're really prepared. Efficient. You prepared a whole load of stuff. Saw the nine and thought, right, quickly got the speech out of your pocket. Yeah, nine, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. I have my prepared Ten speech. Ten points of fire damage. Ten points of fire damage <laughs> on that cultist. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to salvage something from a, you know, bad yeah, yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah. Ten. Offering me ten. And then I'm moving five foot to the south. So I yeah, yeah, hiding. Run away. Running away. So Run fast, away. efficient. Uh, next round. I don't know how many rounds we've had. It seems like <laughs> just loads. Anyway, <laughs> it's uh, time for uh, Cuthbertus. Cuthbertus Maximus. Now, is he going to ready an action? He certainly is going to ready an action to wallop the one that doesn't run away. Okay. Uh, Parker. As is Parker. Parker's readying. Sessions. I'm going to ready an action to toll the dying on the one that doesn't run away. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Poor thing doesn't know what's going on. I've got a feeling I'm going to have to... Let me just check the intelligence of these skeletons. Very. I might give it a roll to decide. Are you Are you talking to each other about what, what Are you talking to each other about what you're planning to do? <laughs> no. 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 It's all done for <laughs> One of the skeletons looked pretty kind of stoic, and now is suddenly looking like. Oh, what are the others 
I think it's really an action to shoot the one with the shifty <laughs> eyes that's looking nervous. Yeah, the one that's trying to blend in. Okay, uh, it's them. Right, here we go. Let's start with the... We'll start with the fun bit. Um, the cultist at the back that uh, Grimbold hit with the chromatic orb. Starts crying? No, he runs out of your view to the north and you hear the sound of uh, uh, a big kind of draw bolt or whatever being, or a, a bar being lifted off a castle door with the, you know, Helm's Deep kind the, of thing. The beast is being released. And you hear a kind of, and a, and a, and a big wooden kind of stanchion gets thrown down into the corridor, uh, into your view. And you hear a door, you hear doors kind of going, and from behind those doors, you hear, <laughs> That's right. It's Paul. It's Noel, Noel Edmonds. No, it's not. No, it's more of a sort of. It's more of a sort of poor. Is it poor sign? It's a sort of pig noise. Yeah. It's like the sound of an enormous pig. <laughs> it's Boris Johnson. It's a sound. It's a sound. It's a, it's a colossal boar. It's Piers Morgan. <laughs> 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 anyway, something poor sign and enormous. Well, that's half our audience is, gone. Is grundling <laughs> away. Yeah. Not, not, I, I mean, yeah. So we're down to one. The uh, yeah. I mean, that's the sound of something enormous and uh, and annoyed. Uh, you can hear as the doors. You can hear doors opening, and you can hear other sounds going. The beast. The beast is released. And then back here we have our friends, the skeletons, who are running away. Skeleton one pegs it. Yeah, to the to the he can just take the dash action. That's all he can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what to the ex I mean, like move, move. We're talking, yeah. Yes, move, move. Okay, so basically these skeletons run. They hightail it off down this corridor. I think one or two of them actually might turn right and head south. I think that makes more logical sense. More skeletons and other sorry, one more skeleton emerges and comes running around the corner. Any attacks of opportunities? Oh, well, if you want, would you want to take an attack of no, opportunity? No, because if you hit them and don't kill them, then they're not turned. No, okay, fair enough. I mean, we could do. Anyway, one of them, a new one comes running You've around. Got to kill them. Yeah, yeah. And but, then but they're still around. If, hold they're, up, hold even up. if they're not turned, they're still this around. One runs. And the turning will wear off. And runs off yeah, that way. In a minute, yeah. And then this one, it's its round. Now, I don't know how we're going to adjudicate this. It is going to step up and attack Cuthbert. I assume at that point that that, yeah. So the moment it starts moving forward, anybody who's got a ranged attack can take a pop at it. Okay, can it make it save against the Toll the Dying? Yep. Well, it probably can't, but let's give it a go. Uh, wisdom save, DC. Uh, it makes it save with a 15. Brilliant. No, okay. No. And has anybody else got a ranged attack to, to unleash on it? No. Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I've got my hand crossbow. Okay. It doesn't, it's not got the load quality or whatever it is. Oh, that's. That's actually, apparently, I don't have a hand crossbow. Apparently, that's just a proficiency. Okay, not have a range mm. weapon on my character sheet. Um, okay. I am running my character sheet off uh, uh, roll 20, so it's probably missing. Okay. So you're trying to attack it with your proficiency. My yes. bad. My bad. Yeah. Okay. So you was like, okay, so that's just that's not happening. It's just, that's terrible. Okay, and then when it steps up into attack range of your two guys, I think Parker and Cuthbert now get their attacks before it gets a chance with their readied actions. So let's, right. uh, in whichever order you want to resolve it. Yes. Um, Kill them. So I only get the one attack each, right? Yeah. Okay. It's a rapier. Oh, God, that's an eight. It's a miss. Okay. Yep. And Parker, 14. Oh. 
That's a hit. Uh, four points. Four points of damage on the uh, Skelly. It's still standing. It gets its attack against Cuthbert. Adding four to this, rolling a an eight. Uh, no, that's uh, not going to be enough. And that one's running around the corner, and that is it for the skeletons and cultists and assorted people. And we move around to Burple on eight. Burple is used, going to use his hand crossbow. No, he's going to <laughs> use his hand crossbow efficiency <laughs> to imagine. <laughs> to imagine shooting mm. one of those creatures. Go to mime. I mean, the whole thing <laughs> is... It's easy to crow, but the entire thing is imaginary. You know, I mean, yeah, it's not like any true. of this is, this is true. This, this one that's standing a bit further back, is he... He's just peeked around the corner. Oh, so he's what? come up. Yeah, he's come up. He's, he's, a, he's a skeleton that was not within right. Sessions' turning and has come running up. Right. Well, why don't I just, why don't I just use a, uh, a cantrip then? All I've sure. got is a is thunderclap. What does that do? Constitution saving throw DC thirteen on yep. the one at the front. The one at the front, the one that's attacking the the other guys. Yeah, or maybe the one at the back. I should have hit the guy at the back. I'm just useless. I don't I don't understand this character. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, Constitution saving throw DC thirteen, please. The one at the front. The one at the front DC thirteen. Con save. Uh, he rolls a. 10 and his constitution modifier is 2 so that's a fail so he takes an enormous mm. 2 points of damage okay 2 points of thunder damage I, yeah thunder damage I don't know oh. why I wasn't using this before it's so good it's just yeah I know it's embarrassing well of course he always had the, the, the imaginary crossbow before so that's right yeah so I didn't need it and then um, tuck around the corner Grimbold okay Grimbold steps out mm -hmm. into the Danger corridor. Shoots the danger a firebolt at the nearest skeleton. The one that's fighting Cuthbert. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Roll to hit. What five. You roll? Uh, I roll natural twenty. Twenty. Natural Ooh. twenty. Okay. So that is a hit. Now, do you want to double your damage dice, or do you want to gamble on the magic critical? I'm gonna the gambling and magic critical is another hit, is it? Yeah. You need to roll another hit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. You're gonna gamble. Okay. You're gonna yeah. gamble. Okay, Grimble. <laughs> yep. And he does Ooh. it. Ooh, okay. Ooh, so what happens now? 19. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, 24. And I've dealt you a card, a critical card. What's on the critical card for a magic? Set up, skewered, get punch, wrath of mage. So it's wrath of mage is the one, is the magic one. If this attack deals force, necrotic, um, no, it's fire damage. It, it, it probably doesn't do anything if you've um, not, if you're not doing the right kind of damage. Oh, so other damage types deal normal damage. Yeah, mm. is that what it says? Yeah, so you don't get anything from it. Oh. So just just to clarify, the critical yeah. cards are rubbish. Well, that particular one wasn't great. No, for they are all rubbish. How much would you have done otherwise? Double. Yeah, double would have been pretty tasty. Yeah, but you get double anyway. That can't be right. I thought that there was like a category. I can't see the depending card. Depending upon... What does it say at the top of the card? Setback. Ah, it's a setback. So some of the critical cards... I think one critical card, maybe a couple, are actually setbacks. They're not good. <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> you've well, drawn a setback card. So you've eventually got a fun well, one. It's got, four, it's got four different things. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's just, we had a, Brilliant. we had a, we had a, we looked at sample cards. We had an open discussion. Yeah. And against my emphatic advice, you decided that you wanted to use them. <laughs> and you're paying a very heavy price for what? that. 
We need the Arden Grimoire tables. Yeah. Anyway. So then you have this little bit of small print down at the bottom saying, <laughs> critical hit cards may contain setbacks. <laughs> you do normal damage, Grimbold. So do your normal damage. Uh, yes, warning, may contain setbacks. Yeah. I don't understand why it's got four different outcomes. Your damage may go down as well as okay, up. Okay, so... so <laughs> your damage may go down as well as up. <laughs> Actually, now, I, now I've got the hang of things, maybe I, I won't do that. I'll, I'll go for the double damage. Good try. But now, what's the damage? What's the damage, John? All right, six points of fire damage. Six points of fire damage, it is destroyed. Yay! <laughs> I'm not going to clap. That's lucky. But, come on, Much that's pretty impressive. Much to the annoyance of everybody else. <laughs> no, it's very good. Well done. That's how you do it, folks. That's how you do it. And then I'm stepping back out of the line of fire. And it's Cuthbert. Right, so Cuthbert, you've now got this corridor stretching in front of you. Those double doors are open. You can see a room behind, and you can see that it extends back. Another corridor seems to lead off away from you, but you've got one skeleton in between you and that. Chaps, are we moving up into the room? Is that the plan? Chaps? Yes, so. Chaps. Okay, chaps. Yes, chaps. Okay, number two. Roger, roger. Okay, team. Figure out, old boy. Right, move to there. Skelly will be stationed here, here, and here. Yeah. And this Skellington, first of all, the rapier with a 13. 13 is a hit. Nine points. Oh, jolly good share, I see. Nine points of damage. That's a, that's a solid blow. It doesn't like that at all. And yep. second attack, a critical. Ah, okay. And now, what we'll do this time a is a plague if you on your critical cards. Okay, you, well, you might want to think that through again because what happened there was that I gave Johnny the wrong card for the wrong critical deck. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's a it's not a silly thing to manage. Skullduggery is going on here. This is the uh, the well. What the, it wasn't skullduggery. I gave Johnny a monster critical. Uh, that is the kind of criticals that monsters do. You think uh, you know someone? I doesn't, that doesn't mean that there aren't setback cards in your deck, but but you could technically. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter. So the, it the one setback in the monster deck is now gone. It, di it died. Back in the, yeah. yeah, thank. Yeah, I, I, I think we should all thank Johnny for that. I think that's that's great news. Um, so yeah, do you want to do you want to do you want to gamble? Well, Cuthbert, Cuthbert, I mean, you come on this way. Damage is safe in your pocket. <laughs> normal damage. Well, no, these setbacks are worse than normal damage. Aren't yeah, I don't know that there are setbacks in the player one, but anyway, whatever. Oh, uh, well, for the for the theatrical effect. Yes. A 19, that's a hit. It's a hit. Okay, I'm going to deal you deal a, me. a player critical card. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me with your Hit me with your critical. Okay, so you should have a card there. Yes, you got it. Yes. Okay, right. It does look different. Naved chops. Quadruple damage. There you go. That's more like it. I'll take that. It's vaporized. Okay. Well, there you go. Definitely worth it. These criticals are absolutely brilliant. I love them. Right. <laughs> and then Parker will also finish his move and move up to yep. Cuthbert so that we are... Um... Can Parker do a ranged attack? Do you want to borrow my hand crossbow? <laughs> yeah, he is proficient. Gotta have a class two rating. Day twelve, please. I can fire that crossbow. <laughs> uh, just look at... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Thirty. Twenty. No. Can't reach. Range of a dart is. Where do you want it? Day twelve, please. <laughs> No, none of that has any point. What? Parker has just basically moved up, so we are now both moved up 30 feet. 
down the corridor, so we're ten foot away from the door. Got it. Yeah, which is open, as you know. Which is open. Uh, we, can we see more now? Yes, I'm just going to expose myself to you. One second. <laughs> you can kind of see... You can see that there's a corridor leading off... Well, it looks like it turns to the north and turns to the south. Yes? Yes. Uh, you can see that there are a couple of creatures as well. There's a couple of... Uh, skeletons running away from you yeah mm. but those doors behind them are closed and the sound of the uh, the bestial snarls and porcine squeals are coming from to the left of those two skeletons okay well it's them so the first thing that happens these two skeletons that are running away from you get to these doors and start scrabbling at them don't i go before the skeletons i'm very sorry sessions you got dropped out of the initiative order let's go back a bit so it was parker and then there's sessions i wanted to uh to move up to um just behind the guys and then i'll ready a toll the dying in case anything moves to attack us um and that's it mm -hmm. and we move on to the uh skeletons the two skeletons that you can see further down the corridor run up to the doors at the far end and start scrabbling away at them you can also hear the sound of rattly skeleton activity off to the south that's through the doors and to your right but you can't see around there and that sounds like skeletons are scrambling at a door as well and the same is true off to the north that's round to the left you're inferring from the sound that all of these skeletons have basically hit locked or closed doors and are scrabbling against them in in primal skeletal fear and then the only other thing that happens uh, in this round is the arrival of Piers Morgan <laughs> thundering out into the passageway and taking up the whole passageway, staring balefully at you, is a colossal bore. <laughs> it's just, these things write themselves. Is that taking up four squares? It takes up four squares. It's ten foot wide. It's absolutely enormous. It looks like if it was to charge you, if it was to get a hold of you, you'd be in serious, serious damage. And its tusks are sheathed in some kind of metal caps, sort of sharpened metal caps. And we'll pick it up next time. Oh, no. I think it's best we do. Can you make a note that it should take um, the ready to action? Yeah, yeah, we can do I'll, that. Because I'll have forgotten by next time. As long as we remember by ready to action. Podcast is a billowing hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Three Faces of Evil and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright billowing hilltop. Role playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.